up hustling and shining with us this morning is our 50-50 elected Mayor, Mayor Quentin Lucas. Mayor Lucas, the last time Deanna and I saw you, we were about a couple hours before the parade, about 7 a.m., laughing, talking, uh, you know, reminiscing about the chief season. And then everything changed just a few short hours later, Mayor Lucas. From your perspective, and I know you've talked ad nauseum about this, but these are the situations when we talk about guns on this morning show, these are the exact situations that we try to avoid with some type of gun control. Mm -hmm. What are some people saying in your political circle about the circumstances of some gun control coming up in the future, if any? You know, I think I've heard a few different things. First of all, I think all of us have a story about Wednesday. It was a beautiful morning. It was beautiful bouncing around. I love seeing y'all in person. There were hundreds of thousands of people as the parade route was rolling through. I was thinking, man, this is as well done as we have ever done it. And having about a 60 degree day in Kansas City in mid-February made it even better. And I think what we saw is what many of us have seen too many times in our neighborhoods, at our clubs, at our homes, in our parks how gun violence can mar what is otherwise an amazing situation. You know, growing up in Kansas City and growing up in some neighborhoods that, you know, I'll admit had their challenges. The thing that was always so troubling to me is how beautiful the next morning could look. And it would always get me thinking, man, how could somebody shoot up this spot? Why, when I'm seeing the sun come up and all of that, am I seeing so much tragedy and pain from a night before? And I think much of our community was touched anew in connection with that last Wednesday. In terms of the conversation, I've been frustrated by it since then. I think that we saw people immediately go to their bases. We saw some when we said, it's an issue when you have AR-15, semi-automatic gunfire that's able to get in the hands of minors. And this isn't to excuse them, right? But, you know, how we have a society where it's so easy for a 16-year-old, for a 15-year-old, for a 17-year-old in certain situations to get their hands on high-powered fire, high firearms is beyond me. And it's something that we should want to do something about. I have seen the conversation move almost immediately in some circles to race, and that concerns me greatly. You know, I uh, on Wednesday evening, I have a typical hater who emails me, and he sent me an email that said, control your N-words without giving wow. the uh, abbreviation for them. I mean, this is what some people want to do and say, because I don't think they're interested in solutions. For those of us in our communities who have been impacted for too long, we are tired, we are exhausted, we are angry. And I hope that this perhaps gets more people anew engaged with this debate forever, because there's something that I, I disagree with some of my friends on the far right. You know, they're saying, oh, the only reason people care is because this was a big event. No, we care all the time. We've been talking about gun violence all the time. We grieved when there were a bunch of people shot at 57th and Prospect. Right. We grieved when there were a bunch of people shot and killed this weekend in Kansas City. And there's a common denominator to a lot of it. It's guns. And consistently and frequently more and more, that is semi-automatic gunfire that is spraying entire crowds, hitting more people, making all of us live in fear. And that's something that I want to see changed.
Mayor Q, I know you spent some time recently talking to some of the teenagers who also attended Wednesday's rally. Are you able to just share some of their thoughts on that situation coming from our youth? You know, the saddest thing for all of us of a certain age, and I'm not that old, still in my 30s, just barely, is how much worse I think we've made it with things. When I was coming up, I was coming up up on 66th and Askew and 59th and Indiana and off of 54th and Bell Fountain, 82nd and Truce. All these spots that, again, had their issues. What my mother primarily taught me was, you stay out of trouble, the trouble won't find you. And what we see nowadays in more and more of these incidents, and by the way, this is in the city, this is in the suburbs, this is in country communities, is that gun violence is impacting more of them. So as opposed to what I could be told in the early 2000s or the late 1990s, hey man, don't get into drugs, don't get into some of this stuff, you'll avoid it. You have more of these kids in every part of our region who are looking over their shoulders, who are wondering when their time may come up. It's almost like the rest of us saying, man, if I plan a wedding day on this date, will it rain or will it not? I guess we're going to get the place in the park regardless. You have kids nowadays that are wondering, man, I don't know if I go to this big event. Am I exposing myself? You have more young people scared. You know, my talk with the high schoolers, but also my talk with these eighth grade girls a few weeks ago, when they were saying, yeah, I want to get out of here primarily because I'm scared of the violence. And I asked them, the violence in your neighborhood? No, they say the violence from their fellow 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds. And so this is what we need to be committed to changing, or else I don't think we'll ever have the community that we deserve and that we need. It was announced last week that the St. Patrick's Day Parade is still on for this year. Now, I know there are folks out here that want to get back to celebrating. But, Mayor Lucas, are we sure this is a good idea? You know, I think we need to make sure that we keep doing events. Something that I thought about after the Chiefs rally and parade was what a tragedy it would be if, as a result of the incident on Wednesday, which itself was a, a true travesty and tragedy for us, we didn't have events that were accessible to the community. Part of the joy of the Chiefs rally, part of the joy of St. Patrick's Day Parade. You can go there, you don't have to spend $100, $150 on a ticket to get there. You can bring your family. It's something for an entire community. So I think it's vital that we get back to those events. That's why I think there are so many of us who are saying, how can we make sure that we don't run under risk of gunfire? How do we make sure that assailants are taken to account? Those are the sorts of things that I think make a, a bold and strong difference rather than ever living in a society where we can eliminate all risk. Mayor Q, some of our cousins out there have concerns that gun laws won't help or make any type of change because those who plan to commit crimes wouldn't obtain a gun legally anyway. But stronger punishments would cause a better impact to stop violence. What are your thoughts? A few different things. First of all, I think one mistake that people often make in society is an either or. I think you do need real punishment. You need real penalties and you need certainty of consequences. And that is part of the reason that you got so many people that are repeat players, repeat troublemakers. But let me tell you something. If you're dealing with juveniles, almost by definition, even the worst juvenile, you usually only started their criminality a few years ago. This isn't somebody who's had 20 years of coming in and out of the system and seeing what's happened and seeing that everything's going to be all right. This is a, a key failure of ours in a few different places. First, a failure by that juvenile, his community or her community, parents often, others, sometimes parents not in the picture. But in other ways, it's a failure of our own, right? I think that and I'm somebody who's gotten some flack for proposing a 30% pay increase for Kansas City police officers. We need officers, we need more. But we also need a 30% pay increase probably for social workers in this community. Mm -hmm. We probably need more people who work in that 11 or 12 year old's life. 
to make sure that they will be in a position to actually know that they can get some support, that there's something different to do other than just causing trouble. And so for me, I think it looks to both. And then on the laws point, there are a lot of people who like to say, well, we have laws against murder and people still do that. Yeah, we got laws against a whole bunch of stuff. Just because you still got a drunk driver cruising around over the weekend doesn't mean that we actually say, well, to hell with that law. I guess just let anything go. Let's go with lawlessness. Let's just build stronger cars, not worry about the offense. We, we have laws against fentanyl, and we're seeing that epidemic all around our community. What we usually do when you see a fire at a house is find water and put the fire out. What you don't do is just kind of say, hey, you know what? I mean, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. I'm just building my next house further away from them. What you do is try to find both approaches. How can you prevent it, but also how you can put it out? And right now in our country, it seems like we're unwilling to put out the fire. And Lord knows we're not willing to actually look at prevention. Always thankful for your time, Mayor Lucas. We'll holler at you next week. Be blessed. Be safe. Thank you so much. 